Welcome to the Kim B. Davis Show. Here we'll talk to the leaders in technology, culture, business, and the arts. We'll cover politics, advocacy, motherhood, writing, mental health, and mostly we'll focus on hope. Join Kim B. Davis, author, playwright, radio personality, event consultant, professional speaker on the Kim B. Davis Show. Good evening and welcome to the Kim B. Davis Show. I'm your host, Kim B. Davis, and this evening we have another one of our favorite guests. We have Dr. Angela Celeste We know her as our forensically, our organizational, and our clinical clinically trained psychologist. She is much more than that. She is the president and co-founder of AMA Associates Incorporated. She is the president and founder of Celeste Productions Incorporated. She is the past president of the Michigan Psychological Association Foundation Board, the Metro Detroit Association of Black Psychologists. And if all of that wasn't enough, she is an author, musician, and a trustee of the Michigan Health Council. Good evening and welcome to the show, Dr. Angie. How are you? I'm doing well. Good evening, Kim. It's great to be here. Uh, pardon my voice in advance to, to tell your listeners and watchers, getting over a little cold. So other than my husky voice, I'm doing well. Great, great, great. And, you know, it is that season. So we're this evening, we're talking about balance and our mindsets, because this is a time of year when we're all very busy. But before we get into that, who's that that's with you? <laughs> this beautiful lady here. Yeah. Is, isn't she gorgeous? She um, is. She is. She's a beautiful uh, angel. And you can see her wings here. She's a black angel with her with her locks and twists here. Mm -hmm. um, I've had her for many years. I've had her for like golly, a couple of decades, really. Um, back in the days for you all, for those of you around the Detroit area, you may be familiar with Marygrove College. So I'm a um, Marygrove College grad and uh, I taught at Marygrove College. So back in the days when I was president of the Black Psychologists Association, Metro Detroit chapter, we hosted Kwanzaa's every year and we hosted Juneteenth. And I remember one of the last ones that we did uh, before I stepped down as president, um, these beautiful angels, different types, different styles were on the tables that the college had put out. And it was a lovely lady, Gail Spencer, who always helped me coordinate that stuff. She worked for Mary Grove. And I was getting ready to getting ready to leave. It was the last one we did, I believe, back in the uh, 2000s, I believe. And um, she said, you, oh, you know, you, this is always such a wonderful event for the community. You should take this with you. So I was like, oh, she's so gorgeous. So um, yeah, there are her wings. Um, I, she's part of our our um, holiday decorations, our Christmas decorations at home every year. So I, I bring out this beautiful African angel. You asked me a great question before we came on. You said, what's her name? I was like, oh my gosh, I have never really actually named her. <laughs> we'll call her our black angel for now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Dr. Angie, let's get right into our topic. The holiday seasons are here. That means holiday parties, Christmas parties, Hanukkah parties, all kinds of different celebrations are happening. And I don't know if, if you're like me, I had four, four work engagements, holiday, actually I had five, five holiday work engagements to go to. Mm. And I remember by the time I got to number five, I was like, oh, I'm tired. And, you know, I've had this conversation with a lot of my friends. We talk about being busy. 
-hmm. We're all just busy, 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 busy. And whenever someone says, hey, how are you doing? Girl, I'm busy. Or man, I'm busy. I just, you know, I got this, I got this and this. And I think, especially in America, we have gotten to this point where busyness is a badge of honor. And then when you add the holidays onto it, it becomes even more because there's expectations from family. And I know people who are like, work is so hard, or I'm in school, or I have small children, or I have whatever the responsibility is. But my grandma expects me to be at Christmas dinner, or we have a Christmas Eve tradition, or or whatever, or somebody's doing a brunch, or we got to have, and they're like, I just want to rest. And so I started thinking, I said, is there a line with balance between being busy for the sake of being busy, or is there a line with being busy with a purpose? And this is kind of a multi-part question. And if so, how should we reset our focus? And I'll re-ask that question again if it's a little confusing. <laughs> okay, um, I, I'll ask if I've if I've gotten off track or if I'm following what you're what you're asking. Okay, um, uh, I would say definitely there is a line or a few lines perhaps between busy with a purpose, like you said, and busy just for the sake of being busy. I'll start with that part of it. Um, yes. The reason I say a few lines is because the line between the two can move depending mm-hmm. on circumstances, what's going on in your life at that particular time, et cetera. So for example, um, if you've got small kids, like you said, um, or, you know, uh, kids have their own lives, even the mm-hmm. little bitty ones, you know, that they have their, uh, you know, Christmas shows to be in, or they have their things that they're, that they're going to the school plays or whatever the case, um, and so you have to keep up with their schedules and keep up with what they might, if they're involved in their synagogue or church, you've got to keep up with their schedules. You've got to go and shop for them. And also there's the, what the kids need. There's the things that you need, like you mentioned, for work, um, for your engagements, et cetera, um, spouses, et cetera, you know, family obligations. And if you happen to be part of what they call the sandwich generation, where you're also mm-hmm. a caregiver for those some of your elders, as well as your kids, you know, it, 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 there's even more. So it's a lot of busyness for, I would use that as those as examples of busyness for a pur- with a purpose, mm-hmm. getting things done, helping people to get what they need, et cetera, for this time of year, as well as for yourself. Um, busyness, just for the sake of being busy, um, it can, can look like, and I'm not saying this is always the case, but it can look like, but we'll just say for an example, Let's say that you are not working at this time, or maybe you're retired and you uh, fill your days with community work, volunteering. You know, we know people who are busier now that they're (laughs) retired than they ever were in all the projects they were doing while they're working. So that could could be an example of busyness, uh, you know, for the sake of being busy. So the reason I say that the line moves is because... Uh, particularly if you're busy doing things that give back to the community, that's definitely important and that has purpose and it has value. There's no doubt about it. But but taking that same example, sometimes people will involve themselves in those things 
while it's a wonderful thing to give back for sure, they'll involve themselves in those things for the sake of being busy as well as the, in addition to the purpose of it, mm -hmm. to distract themselves sometimes from their own lonely, loneliness, from regrets they may have, from other issues going on that maybe they don't, they're not prepared to or ready to deal with right now. Mm -hmm. um, and that can be the same for the first example. All those, all of those things about caring for our, our, our kids, um, you know, our, our work obligations, those are all quote unquote legitimate, you know, not to grade anyone, but they also can be used, uh, even though they have purpose, they can also be used for similar kinds of things to pile on extra, to be extra busy it, to as a form of distraction, as a form of, you know, keeping yourself from having being to deal with certain things mentally and emotionally. I'll give you one example of that. If you take the 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 first one about, you know, your kids, et cetera, while the, all of those are real, you know, sometimes there'll be that parent that always volunteer, you know, they're busy, but they always volunteer to put yes. all the carpools for all the, the, the parents. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. uh, they take on more, even more. Does that mean they're trying to be distract themselves or just for the sake of being busy? No, but it can be an example of that. So mm -hmm. that's why I say it it depends on the reasons why, why we're doing it and what purpose it might serve or purposes. And those are great points. So the other part of that question is, if someone is struggling with that, what are some things that people should do or think about or keep in mind to help reset their focus? Uh, <clears throat> I think that one of the most important things we need to do uh, is something we should hopefully try to do all year long, regardless of the time of year. And that is regularly check in with ourselves mm -hmm. to see how we're doing, how we're feeling, to be honest with ourselves about if we really are tired or exhausted, um, asking ourselves some questions because sometimes we don't know the reasons why we haven't yet. We've been so busy filling time, you know, again, even if it's for, you know, real, uh, real, real and valuable purposes, um, we don't, uh, sometimes we don't take the time to check in with ourselves. So we may not have some of those answers, but it is important to ask questions. How am I really feeling? Do I really need to take this on? Am I feeling pressure to take this on? Mm -hmm. If I'm feeling pressure, where is it coming from? Is it coming from grandma to, to go to Christmas Eve? Uh, and you still might, you know, and you might, you know, this is the thing to keep in mind too. Sometimes if the answer is that I'm putting pressure on myself, or I recognize it's coming from a relative or wherever the case, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're um, not going to go and do. <laughs> you might still go and do, but it helps to take some of the pressure and stress off if we have a better idea of why we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And if we feel that we are personally motivated to do it. So you know how you might do the same thing. You're still going to go to the Christmas Eve traditional celebration with the family like if you right. if you still go but you know how I can feel different if you it'll feel like you're dragging yourself if you feel you're doing it out of external pressure like ah because it feels like I just have no choice mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. if you pause ask yourself questions and you find from asking yourself questions that you know and when I really think about it I am tired but going to grandma's Christmas Eve celebration really means a lot to me too. Uh, then, then you could, it, it, yes, you're still tired and you may still go, 
but because you find the value in it for yourself and you realize that it is something that's important to you as well as grandma in addition and that you really get a lot out of it, you can feel less stressed because you don't feel like you're being made to go. You mm-hmm. feel like, you know, this is important to me. Um, and of course, you may decide not to go and set, you know, whatever the case may be. But at, uh, checking in with ourselves, asking how you feel. Is this real something I really need to do? Is this something I really want to do? And then what goes hand in hand with that is the whys. You know, well, why am I doing it? Um, if you feel like it's sometimes asking these questions, you know, it may be the first time in say 15 years or a few years mm-hmm. or months or whatever that you really step back and realize, you know what, maybe I've changed. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is something that used to, uh, you know, be a value to me, but or maybe I used to enjoy it, but maybe I just don't anymore. So checking with ourselves, asking questions, um, risking, I say that in quotes, trying to be honest with ourselves. And um, also it's important, I think, not to berate ourselves. You know, we talk about giving ourselves grace, mm-hmm. give yourself permission to be tired, give yourself permission to, you know, say it's okay to stay home sometimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not going to be that parent that drives everyone or, you know, all the carpools or whatever the case may be. Um, and and acknowledging it's important to give our, to give ourselves time and take take time for ourselves too. Mm-hmm. And all that's important. And those, and you're absolutely right. Those are very important because the flip side of it is burnout. And burnout is real. And one of the signals for me to realize that I had burnout was having irritation, irritation at everything. Yeah. Somebody, you know, people don't meet your expectations, no matter how minor it is. You Mm -hmm. know, you go to the store and and you're looking for something and they don't have it, and you're like, doggone it. You know, you you're you're getting extra upset mm-hmm. or more irritated or more frustrated over something than you normally would. Mm-hmm. How should some and and maybe this is just a reminder, but you talked about checking in with yourselves, yes. and I think it's easier said than done because sometimes people feel like, and I've, I've been here at this point where mm-hmm. I'm like, but nobody's gonna do it. I have to do it. Yeah. And so it's me putting pressure on myself, not giving myself grace, mm-hmm. burning myself out. At, on, so on one end, I'm angry because there's no one else to do it. But then on the other hand, I'm angry because I'm forcing myself to do it, although I feel like it's everybody else when in reality, we can mm-hmm. only control what we do. Yeah. And until you come to that recognition, you don't understand. But Dr. Angie, will you talk about if someone is in the midst of burnout, some things that could help them? Absolutely. Um, one thing that can help you if you're in the midst of burnout um, that can also help you to avoid, you know, try to avoid burnout as well, but before you get there. And that is, um, in addition to our relationship to ourselves, with ourselves, you know, in that those honest conversations, mm-hmm. our support networks are so important. Um, one of the things I was thinking about when you were asking this question was about how, when you have the one or two really trusted people, you know, in your circle, whether it's a family member, close friend, whomever, who will honestly, you know, honestly really cares about you, will honestly uh, give you feedback. I know sometimes I'll say out loud, I bounce things off my husband. So I'll say it out loud, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, oh man, you know, I really 
don't, I don't want to go, you know, I'm so tired. I've gone to so many, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he will often say, you don't have to. You, <laughs> you, re you really are tired, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and it's amazing how that, if you're not quite, like you were saying, putting pressure on ourselves, if you're not quite able to give yourself that permission, getting it from somebody else can help. It was like, it's, mm -hmm. it feels like permission is like, yeah, you know, you're right. Like, you know, you know, you're right. So leaning mm -hmm. on and in the midst of burnout, also leaning on our trusted networks around us to um, if they, if you trust them, if they've been a support to you all this time, don't be afraid to ask for some help. And then this is the key second part of that. Don't be afraid to take them up on it when they when you when you ask for when they offer it. <laughs> that can be a hard part. That can be a hard one, right? So asking for help, saying, you know what, can you please go and do this for me? Can you please go and um, you know, do you mind uh do you have some time on such and such afternoon to drive, you know, my mom to whatever it is or whoever, whatever the case may be. Um it can be amazing how people are want there to who want to help you because they love you, who are in your support circle, um, and, and you trust them. So lean on that. That can help a lot. Um, and something else that can help when you're in the midst of burnout is um, taking time to uh, recognize some of the, I guess you could say, the steps towards you getting burned out in the first place. And mm -hmm. one of those things that many of us have had to work on we may have in common is learning how to say no and what to say no to. Mm -hmm. That can be a science and an art in itself and yeah. it can take some doing, but like anything else, as we practice it, it can get more comfortable um, learning how to say no and learning how to say no without, without feeling bad or guilty. Sometimes mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. may not come until a little later with some practice, but um, it's, it's important. That's important. Even, even when you're in the midst of burnout, because what you, don't want to do is after you've taken your break, come back out of burnout. You know, you're, you're refreshed and everything. You want to try to keep from going back into it again. Mm -hmm. um, and another thing also, those things are important as well, because even if, you know, if you're in the midst of burnout, unfortunately, we can actually still make it even worse. So we mm -hmm. want, don't want to get to the place where we're feeling burned out, overly stressed, you know, just frazzled. And then what makes it worse is we're just like flogging and beating ourselves <laughs> because Absolutely. I'm so weak and I'm so, you know, how dare I actually take an afternoon off or whatever the case. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, those things are important. Um, recognizing the things that you need in day-to-day -day and week-to-week life to feel refreshed and not being afraid to actually, again, exercising those things, putting those things into place, whether it's like, you know, um, having one evening a week where it's just yours, you know, let your friends and family know you're not answering the phone unless it's urgent. If something's on fire, that's different. Mm -hmm. um, you know, take time for yourself or who, you know, close family, whatever it is, read, go to the movies, just have a chill, like no, nothing on the schedule of even a few hours can go a long way. If you're in the middle of burnout, to help you feel refreshed um, as well as to keep you from feeling burned out. In, in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the last thing I'll say too about burnout as well, when you're in the midst of it, as much as you can, because I know we have life obligations, mm -hmm. but as much as you can, try not to put too much of a time frame on when you'll feel better because it can ah. be a process. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely be a process. Um, and I, of course, people don't always have the luxury of, of that. 
in a holistic, like in every part of your life, mm-hmm. you, you still need to go to work every day, but maybe you take a break from, I don't know what, make sure that your kids still get to the park if you have a trusted person, but maybe you don't do that for a few days or something, mm-hmm. or you'll get back to that next week. You'll just give, you know, try not to try to keep some of those time frames a little loose for yourself. So you don't say, I have to be back on it, you know, such and such. Other than those things that you really are obligated to do, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then if possible, for those things you're obligated to do, there are jobs that do have time off. There are jobs mm-hmm. that, you know, everyone can't do that, of course. But you find those places in your life where you can take rest and build in rest through the day or through the week and give yourself time to feel better when you feel better like whatever that is and feed in the positives along the way to help you uh, on that journey of coming back healing. I'll say from burnout, remind yourself of your value, how much you do that that makes such a difference to people. Even if people don't always acknowledge it, Um, all of those things I think are helpful when you're in the middle of burnout and to try to help keep you from getting there and to try to help keep you from going back into it once you heal from it. Excellent, Dr. Angie. This is why we talk to you because you give us all the wonderful information and you are so knowledgeable and you help us keep on track. Thank you so much, Dr. Angie. That was a great way to end our show. Thank you. I always always love talking with you. I love talking with you. You know, it is December 2023. So I want to wish from my family to yours, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we look forward to seeing you in January 2024. So before we get out of here, Dr. Angie, please tell us where we can find you. Tell us how we can find you on social media and then give us all the information on all the things that you do. Talk about your books, your music, all of that. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Uh, I always appreciate that. Um, it uh, You can find me on, on mo- most of the socials. There are so many now, but um, either Angela Celeste May or Dr. Angela Celeste May on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, Instagram, or um, a little bit I'm on Twitter still, X, not on as X, as like I said, Angela Celeste May or Dr. Angela Celeste May. Um, I am on those both as, you know, just as me, as me, the musician, and then also as me, the psychologist as well. So um, my company with my sister, Michelle May, is A M as in Michelle, May and Associates Incorporated. We do counseling, consulting, and coaching. Um, And so you can find us on uh, amaassociates.com. You can also find us on Instagram and uh, Facebook also. Um, For my my music company, Celeste Productions, um, I have a page on reverbnation.com slash Angela Celeste May. uh, and also Dr. Angela Slesme on Facebook, showing where I'm doing music these days. Um, I have a book. Where's my book? Here it is. I have a book called Freedom. Here it is. Freedom. And uh, the secondary title, What is the Experience of Living Without Negative Self-Imposed Limitations? Um, this was a, a, a research study that I did. I interviewed a group of people from a broad range of backgrounds, and there were seven main themes that came out of it for resilience and how we can bounce back. Um, I've also produced 
uh, written and produced two albums of original music. One is called No Limits. The second one is called Reintroducing the Lady. Um, you can find them both on um, Apple, iTunes, I should say, um, Amazon, just several places. Just type in those titles and my name. Um, right now, I am resting. <laughs> I'm resting as we finish out December. Um, I had opportunity just before I lost my voice to sing. Um, I was asked to sing uh, Ave Maria, which I just love, um, at the Blessed Sacrament Cathedral for a funeral of a very well-known, um, long-time musician. Uh, she was 108 years old. Wow. Yes. What a blessing. What a, a long life. Her name was Grace Enloe. Mm. And she's known around the Detroit area. She's taught many generations uh, violin and piano. So she was my brother, sister, and my, and my teacher, when one of our teachers when we were little. So she's just a blessing for so many. So um, I did, I've done some performing, et cetera, this, this, this month, mainly for more private things like that. But I'm, I'm resting at the moment. But I will be, I'm looking at this now, I will be performing here in Detroit at the music hall mm -hmm. save the date it's yes. a january friday january 26th 2024 um, it'll be a concert and book party for something a, a book called love war and jazz so i'll be performing at the music hall um for that um so yeah check that out and that's what i have coming up in in more of the short term I'm working on some other projects writing and performing wise as well so uh, stay tuned. And I also want to wish you the beautiful, brilliant Dr. Kim and all of your listeners around the world and watchers a very blessed uh, Christmas, and Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa, and just a blessed time and, a, and safety, blessings and safety for you and yours at this time of year. Thank you, Dr. Angie. It's always a pleasure to have you. And thank you guys for tuning in to the Kim B. Davis show. You know, you can see this show at youtube.com forward slash Kimberly Bachelor Davis. You can hear this show, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and Wisdom. You can learn more about me as an author at KimBDavis.com. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope you'll join us in the new year in 2024 for our next episode. Happy holidays. And remember to always be magnificent.